Hello, welcome to Every Horror Movie on Netflix, the show where we watch, review, and discuss every horror movie on Netflix. Again, I'm here, I'm Chris, and I'm here with... I'm Patrick, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm probably already fucking dead. Ha 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 Oh, well played. That's a reference. That's a reference. To the I film. don't get it. It's, re- it's a reference to the film that you watched that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Oh, I'm Steven, and um... Oh, fuck. I don't have anything good, guys. That was a great introduction, Patrick, even though I didn't get it. I'm just Steven. I'm just here. I'm hanging out. You may or may not have watched the movie that we're talking about today. I faded in and out, I'll be honest, of this movie. I mean, it was in front of me the entire time, and I tried to devote attention to it, but my brain just kind of shut off. I've watched the movie, and I feel like I may or may not have watched it. Well, you guys are talking over women. Elizabeth hasn't had a chance to introduce herself yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Elizabeth. I was was racking my brain to think of a a reference, but I'm just going to stick with Elizabeth for now. Great. Great. So what movie did we watch this week? We watched The Astronaut's Wife starring Johnny Depp and Charlize Theron. Is it Theron or Theron? Theron. How do you guys swing on that? I say Theron. I, I say, say Theron. That's how I swing. All right. Although uh, I would like to start saying Theron now. 1999. I would say it's not really a horror movie, more of a, a sci-fi thriller. Uh, it's about an astronaut who comes home uh, from a mission. There's an explosion, and uh, he's a little different when he gets back. Uh, and his his wife is just gradually sort of uh, goes crazy. I think it's it's basically Rosemary's Baby with an astronaut. <laughs> is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. Well, that's, you think she goes crazy, or she realizes that there's something wrong with him? I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like the she she feels like she's going crazy, so it's played for suspense. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like uh, she's mostly being gaslighted. That was the impression I got. Sure, yeah, that, I, I agree with that. But we should note today we're we're breaking the order. Breaking order. And why are we doing that? Who do we have to thank for that? Who do we have to thank for the astronaut's wife? Me. <laughs> so, and I would like you. a big thank you from everybody. Thank you, Elizabeth. So, so last episode, we spun our new wheel, the Wheel of Death, which we're going to do every four episodes. And so every fifth episode will be a movie that we pick from the Netflix catalog. And whoever the wheel lands on gets to pick the episode. So, and luckily for all, it was me. So, Elizabeth, I know you were super excited to, to spin like the you. wheel. Why? What drew you to the astronaut's wife? Yeah. Well, here's why. A window, have, a window into your mind. A window into my mind. You won't believe what exists in there. Um, I'm ready. Well, well, so actually, many old things. <laughs> it's like a window into my mind. Um, yeah, well, I actually picked this movie because I was like, a movie with two people that we know can act really well. Because I feel like so many of these movies, we've been like, who are these fucking kids? Dragged them out of community theater to like <laughs> act in this film. And we spend so much time complaining about that. So I thought, well, why not have a movie where that's just off the table? Where we know at least... Oh, you fucked up. <laughs> well, I was, I'm talking about my thought process. I know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Where we know that um, the, the actors are good. And also, I the movie had wife in the title which means there's going to be a woman in it so i picked it but i'm still not sure it passes the so-called bechdel test uh, <laughs> i'm surprised you brought that up before i did <laughs> yeah i guess maybe not maybe not um disappointing you know for a movie called the astronaut's wife you expect to like sympathize with the wife and really like get an insight into her her predicament i didn't i felt like she was kind of a cipher for most of this movie i disagree with that i i thought i mean and i mean you know elizabeth mentioned having some actual decent actors in this movie and i was not a big fan of the movie but i mean it benefits a lot from having charlie's in in the lead role in my opinion like she's she, not given much to do except she's play. not given much to do but she acts the hell out she's of it. yeah she's a good actress yeah i she didn't do anything for me i'm a fan of her but like if you compare this to any of the great charlie's theron performances like prometheus <laughs> oh, dude this is a prequel to prometheus i said that to elizabeth oh, while we were watching shit, i like this movie now um but you know what i want to say something about johnny depp because i miss johnny depp because he's not given a lot to work with in this movie but for a long time in like the 90s and early 2000s johnny depp was like really good at like playing people yeah and then he just <laughs> turned into a cartoon character 
I have some thoughts on this. Elizabeth, go ahead. Well, the weird thing I was just going to say is in this movie, he's like a, he's a, an astronaut and an engineer, but inexplicably, the script that he's given, he like speaks in this sort of odd Southern accent and like uses incorrect grammar all the time. And it's interesting that they, I mean, he does it, he acts it well, but it's just, it, it's sort of a conflict between. He seems who, like such a bumpkin. Yeah, he seems like he, he says like, oh. Well, ain't that cute, honey? And like, Janet <laughs> Maslin in the New York Times said that he's one part NASA, two parts Elvis Presley. And I was like, that's perfect. I would Basically. say there's, there's a part Val Kilmer in there as well with the haircut. And he, well, the haircut, he spends the whole movie looking like Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking Bieber. Look, speaking of the performances, I, I have more thoughts on Johnny Depp, and I, I doubt we're going to get to him today um, because we, we do have limited time. Uh, but I felt, did anybody feel like like Johnny Depp's character, the astronaut, really changed? Like, we we only see him briefly before the incident in space. I felt like he was just as creepy and like remote and distant in that opening scene. I disagreed. I actually did like the way they kind of built some chemistry between the two characters. I mean, because like you just said, I mean, there is literally one scene between the two of them before he goes to space and gets fucked by some mysterious like alien or, or some fucked. accident. I mean, like gets fucked over, not like okay. is is penetrated is penetrated by an alien. Well, I mean, it, maybe he was. We don't know. It's but. a short scene too. It's only a minute or so. It's like yeah, a minute and ten watching, seconds. It, They're just bo- in bed. They, and, I want to see something really quick. It's a bold move when you begin your movie with a scene from a better movie (laughs) (laughs) what movie were they watching it was a Cary Grant movie I don't know the title um, because they're watching a movie on TV right anyway sorry to to derail your thought there but I felt like that was worth mentioning no I mean I just I I actually did think they created decent chemistry at least for a minute long scene as well as anybody could I I thought it was hilarious like I I just like thought they were mismatched from the beginning I mean Mm. god that fucking line that that sticks in my head Um, there are a few in this movie he says to her at one point while they're talking you know she's like I you know I'm sad that you're leaving and then he just like abruptly says you like fruit and she just like turns (laughs) and kisses him to get into the blanket and then he says referring to his penis I believe ain't that a peach (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. That was That's hilarious. Right. And then as they start to sort of tumble around together under the covers, then we cut to the like mission control announcement of we are go for takeoff, something like that, as soon as they start to fuck. And, just, and that's how ah. he learns an astronaut. They don't discuss it in bed. That's like the right. cheapest way to like sort of set up his profession, I think. What if one of the babies that she ends up carrying was conceived in in that moment and the other one was conceived when he came back and then they fought in the womb because one of the babies was an alien baby yeah well, that would be a whole new movie well it's possible you know have you ever heard the uh what does she say the story of the oh the prince, the prince oh, who is beloved prince what is it the prince i wrote this down do you know the story of the princess who whose beloved prince dies in battle it's like, who's heard that myth it doesn't she get like shut down initially and like the conversation goes elsewhere and then she's like but i still really want to tell the story and she just tells the yeah. Yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well listen we can all relate here to to wanting to say something and the conversation doesn't go that way but you'll force it back and <laughs> we wouldn't have a show without that tendency <laughs> we wouldn't have a show i <laughs> this was one of two movies i was gonna pick if the wheel had landed on my name really because yes absolutely i thought we talked about this uh after you we told me that I, I guess i just told elizabeth because i remember when this movie came out i believe it was the same year as uh, sleepy hollow which i was a big fan of around that time you know how old was i like 11 12 i was a big tim burton fan big johnny depp fan because i was a tim burton fan i sought out all of his movies you know from arizona dream to fear and loathing in las vegas just like shit i should not nick of time age. though nick you of miss time. nick of time no i did miss nick of time i got nick of time on vhs from the library and i liked it but oh. I, I don't remember it very well oh perfect so i'd love to see it again with you <laughs> oh, chris perfect. is a big uh, nick of time fan well that was my pet peeve in like high school because like all the girls in high school were like i love johnny depp i love johnny depp my favorite actor is johnny depp and i'd be like have you seen nick of time and they'd be like, what? <laughs> they'd be like, no, I saw Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyway, I was just like, you know, if, you, if you're going to consider yourself a Johnny Depp fan, you need to see the definitive Johnny Depp movie, which is John Badlam's Nick of Time. I did enjoy seeing Johnny Depp play a kind of sinister character in this movie, because he doesn't do that too often, and it was, it was sort of fun. I, he is good at being sinister. Also, he, regardless of how well he acted, he is like he used to be so sexy. I would marry him alien and all. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> 
Um, you guys really did appreciate the performances of this movie. I thought they were utter garbage. I mean, Charlize Theron, I give her some credit because she doesn't have a lot to do, but like her, she's so lackluster. The only scene in which I really felt any energy from her is that ridiculous dance scene where she's home alone in the, <laughs> in, the in the in the suite and like dancing around. Oh, and, I like, thought I thought she eating snacks out of the fridge. Poured her heart and soul into this. Wow, I don't. No, wow. I didn't read it that way. At I was, all. I was feeling it. I feel like Johnny. Depp, it would have been so much worse, as shitty as it is. It would have been so much worse without her. I mean, I get the sense that Johnny Depp is like a troubled person in real life, and so when he's presented with a character that has to be like moderately normal, that probably is difficult for him because he doesn't know how to act. Those are the greatest oh, challenges. Those are the biggest biggest challenges. challenges. This movie's based on a true story about Johnny Depp being shitty to his wife. Yeah, how long do you think it's going to be before Johnny Depp's career is ruined? I mean, by dude, he, his wife already left. Like Amber Heard left him like two years ago because he beat her to a pulp, and everyone was just like, "We love Johnny." She Depp. probably was trying to abort his alien baby. <laughs> Probably. So Her mistake. Backhanded her across the bathroom. <laughs> I am horrified by the discussions we have on this topic literally every week. <laughs> well, anyway, so he he comes back and he's off. But sort of. Like I don't really feel like they they, they did a good job of not making it that obvious. I feel no. like they did a bad job by not making it no, obvious. I'm glad because they I feel didn't. like there's nothing like he's fucking weird from the beginning. You know like just because it's Johnny Depp, I kind of and he's got this ridiculous accent and this haircut, I like I have no sense of like what is normal for him well, that's to what I'm saying. He can't with. be normal, so it's difficult for him to imply normalcy and then a lack thereof because he never had normalcy. But I think it was nice that he didn't come back and he wasn't like you know, nowadays in so many movies they like make your eyes a different color when you like freak out or something and like yeah. he, he didn't they didn't do any of that i mean one of the most terrifying things is having a loved one who is becomes not themselves yeah. especially in a horror movie and the possession and stuff like that so it's very fertile ground for a plot like this but we just don't get to know him enough as a normal guy yeah, before his so alien time and also once he's alien there's like you know he goes to outer space comes under alien influence yes. comes back there's no like build you know dude that whole scene is so weird it's so when quick. the when the actual incident happens cuz it's on TV like she first discovers that his spaceship has something has gone wrong with his spaceship by seeing the news on TV and somehow we, we find out later the incident, the actual incident when they lose contact with the astronauts took literally two minutes. Two minutes. And in that time, it gets on TV, NASA is at her house to collect her, and then presumably, I mean, it seems like it could have taken, taken place within the space of an hour, the spaceship is back on the ground, and she's watching a feed of it at NASA from inside the spaceship just watching like so the weird. view of the oh, landing that's a cool fucking a, shot a, actually so you see Shirley Theron in silhouette standing in front of this massive screen that's like the size of the wall in this room of like the craft coming back down onto the runway yeah. and like it keeps zooming in on her silhouette and like the screen is dominated by the POV of the aircraft coming out of the runway and like I actually got like a little bit of a rush out of it yeah. well first of all they're also just orbiting earth r- r- fixing a satellite so, like, they weren't that far away. No, it's like driving from Ipsy to Ann Arbor. It's yeah. Just like, it's just a short <laughs> little, little, little I mean, I don't know Pop, how, how long. I mean, how long would it take? I mean, I th- like, re-entry to Earth, I mean, it's not that long. You get you land in, like, 20 minutes once you are back if in there's the no atmosphere. Traffic. They probably wouldn't <laughs> take that not, long. It's yeah, not they were They weren't going to the moon or anything. It yeah, they're just like orbiting a, Earth. But, okay, but did, did it not... are really young up on Did it not seem like the whole thing happened no, really happened fast? Super quick. Well, even I yeah. said when I was watching the movie, they're like, we lost contact for two minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? I lose contact with Patrick for like six hours every day and I'm not worried. getting fucked by an alien. Yeah, like what, two minutes? Who gives a shit? (laughs) I don't see Chris for like a week and a half. It's fine. So like they get back and uh, Johnny Depp's partner uh well not partner but his is like commander co- shrek. Commander captain shrek uh played by uh, rosemary's baby connection here is john cassavetti's yes. son which i thought was kind of bizarre and that that was a choice they made so i don't know that was that was kind of weird um wait what like, cassavetti's hmm? what cassavetti's uh nick oh like notebook director nick cassavetti's is that that's what he's known for yeah okay i was i did wow okay yeah um but I just thought it was like a Rosemary's Baby callback in the casting. I mean, also that was Sh- Captain Sh- Shrek. Yeah, and Charlie's Theron. Also, his like name in the movie is actually Shrek, but but it's funny to call him Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, Charlie's definitely undergoes a Rosemary's Baby sort of well, transformation, a, yeah, or they well, at least try to evoke that. But like we said, why, why, why so blatantly evoke a better movie? 
I don't know, I because the basic <laughs> concept is uh, rife for reinterpretation, right? So uh, just the, like... Uh, the thing I love about Rosemary's Baby is the simplicity of it. It's like, you know, she's in like a relatively new relationship, in her first apartment, and like immediately she starts to distrust her husband, and she's pregnant, and everyone plays it up as her hormones, and it's just like a, a, a something that anybody who's been in like a long-term relationship can relate to, I guess especially if you have planned to have kids or have had kids. So this movie takes that basic premise and really doesn't do anything different with it except add some like stylistic flourishes. I didn't think of Rosemary's Baby when I was watching that. Watching it. I mean, I can see what you guys are saying, but I didn't. Even when you started chanting, Alien Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, you could say that of a lot of movies that involve women having weird-ass babies. Like, most of the Alien movies. Well, she has that real short haircut, and at one point her face is all, like, weird because she's been, like, having a Oh, yeah. There's a moment where I was like, that's like Mia Farrow when her face looks like chalk. Like, the... Charlize okay. has that moment in this movie. The haircut, this has nothing to do with anything, but every time that Johnny Depp does anything with her hair, it's so weird. He, like, washes her hair at one point yeah. and just, like, sort of weirdly strokes it in the bathtub. Or they're laying on the couch one time and he's just sort of, like, weirdly playing with, like, one strand of the hair. It's so... It was it's just very a, 1999. It's a the weird... Haircut is very timely. Well, the haircut is, but the way Johnny Depp plays with it was a weird element unto it. The aliens from a planet where they eat hair. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted the hair. <laughs> it's the food. It's the... It would have been more interesting if Johnny Depp had left with, like, shoulder-length hair for his mission <laughs> 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 like, Food is the cash crop on his, <laughs> his world. <laughs> but anyway, the, okay, so it, like... His partner, Captain Shrek, comes back. And, like, they're both kind of, like, they're, like, doing a bunch of tests on these guys. Because they're like, we lost contact. Something weird happened. We want to make sure they're okay. And Johnny Depp is given a clean bill of health. And his comrade is, like, they're like, well, he's a little bit older, but he's also fine. But within, like, a few minutes, he, like, they're at a party and he freaks out. And dies. It's that, Which was one of a few sequences in this movie that I actually was impressed with. The My Way sequence. They're it was playing very the, suspenseful. The, the Sid, Johnny Rotten the, version of... Is it Johnny Sid, Sid Vicious. Sid, sorry, yeah, the yeah, Sid Vicious totally. version of My Way at the party. People are singing karaoke to it. And it just... I mean, it's, of course, sort of an off-putting song in the first place. Or, I mean, it depends on your point of view. But it, just, it builds in a nice way. And I, I enjoyed that scene. But what karaoke machine has that version of that song? I don't know, but also, I want to use it. Nobody's singing it. It is just they're just playing that song, and there are people pretending to sing it. But it's clearly Sid Vicious's voice. But here's my question: yeah. I just found that amusing. Maybe they just are supposed to have it on the stereo, and everybody's singing along. I don't know. Why don't know. did he die, and Johnny Depp didn't die? Like, why did he suddenly die? Because Unclear. we have to up the stakes somehow or another. I he guess. was older. Oh, because his heart couldn't oh, handle it. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, this movie left me. I mean, because, again, we've established that, like, it's pretty easy to see it as sort of a Rosemary's Baby sort of ripoff. Or that's the template for it. And I kept hoping that there would be some kind of, like, new sort of social commentary added to it. Because, you know, this movie was made, like, 30 years later. And, I don't know, there was a scene early on where uh, the astronauts' wives, the astronauts' wives club are talking. And they, uh, one, uh, Shrek's wife says to Johnny Depp's wife, like... They were up there for two minutes, and we don't know what happened. And, like, Charlie's there and is like, yeah, I know. And then the other wife is like, I just wish they would tell us what was going on up there, what they were doing. And I was like, oh, man, maybe this is going to be, like, a homosexual allegory or something. Oh, <laughs> Didn't pick That would have been more interesting. Well, there is a shot of the Twin Towers. So there's your social commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, this movie's full of- So there's a scene later where, like, so Johnny Depp gets involved in, like, this, like, aeronautics company that's developing some kind of super plane mclaren which is a real company and tom noonan is involved love to see tom noonan mclaren is an air force base i think it's also oh that's what i'm thinking you're right you're right yeah i don't remember if this was connected but they wind up at a black tie benefit and there's a scene where Charlie's there and is talking to the woman hosting the event. Oh and my she God. says, I never said this line of Patrick earlier, because it feels like it's meant to be played for comedy. And it feels like, oh, this movie's like edgy and it's got, there's some social commentary beneath the surface. But she says, I used to be into, I used to be into famine. Now I'm into AIDS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, you know something else that seems like it has to be funny at first is the sex scene. 
where Dude, that was a great sex scene. All right, before we get to the sex scene, though, like, yeah, because you're talking about this two minutes thing, and no one knows what the two minutes is. And, like, so much of this movie could have been solved if, like, the two characters ever had a conversation, which I guess is yeah. the point. They don't have a conversation, but everyone's like, what happened up there two minutes? And then every time they actually ask someone what happened in those two minutes something like a sex scene happened. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like, so Johnny Depp's character, I think this is apparent in the screenplay, and I think this does work, is just kind of like cold and evasive and doesn't want to talk about it or changes the subject or just like fucks her to get her to shut up, which is like, well, I kind of like that. Like, this is about an abusive relationship. Chris told me that when he saw this movie at 11 years old, this was the most arousing sex scene he'd ever watched. I didn't say arousing. Yeah, can I about talk the, about the sex the scene The one at yet? the black tie benefit? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 said, the, the I said the most explicit. Explicit. Okay, well. Tell me more. I don't remember being aroused. I mean, I would I mean it is fairly sexy. There's sort of a, a one take shot as he as he moves his hand down her body and I mean it's also a little weirdly uh rapey because he grabs her wrist pretty tightly and it's well, wait, it feels scene, uncomfortable. Isn't she trying to confront him about the, the she change? says, Tell me what yes. happened and, and he and starts then he to fuck her aside. And he's yeah, like yeah. and he's like running his hand and he's like her. it was warm. Like your vagina. Yes, but and I was like, I laughed. No, he out says loud. cunt. He no, says cunt. No, he, he says, says vagina. vagina. No, he says cunt. No, he, he says cunt. And I was, I said out loud, no, no never version. call your wife's vagina. We saw, cunt. we saw the version that said vagina because we had the subtitles on, and it said oh, vagina. Well, well it don't read the subtitles. It said, yeah, no, that she, he said vagina. What, what version were you watching? I don't know. We watched. It on we Netflix. watched it on Netflix. All right, there must be. It's two some... against two, but. He definitely says cunt, and I was like, he I definitely paused it and rewound it. I was like, holy He fuck. says cum a few minutes no. later. He says... He says the warmth of your cum. He says the warmth of your cum. Ooh. And you guys probably mistook it as for the warmth mm. of your cunt. Oh, uh, I guess that says something about us. And Chris, oh, you, know, you guys thought you heard uh, Or maybe we thought we heard cum. I read and they cum, heard, too. Why are you watching oh, this yeah, with the subtitles on? Because they were mumbling. And we were was, eating. The sound mix was really fucking bad, yeah. I have to say. Like, I had a lot of, I had a lot of trouble, because I watched it on an iPad. It was not my choice. The dialogue... Yeah, there was, there was a lot of just mumbling, so we turned on the subtitles. And it said vagina, and it said cum. Well, whatever. But so it spelled it C U. But the, those lines, those lines sound hilarious. Yeah, like, and because us as the audience, out. we're actually interested in what happened out there, and we're like, right. yeah, astronaut husband, dude, tell us, tell us what tell happened like in those two minutes. And he's like, I'll tell you. Okay, we'll, we'll, I'll finally tell you. He takes her by the hand, takes her away from the party. You're like, this is it. The reveal. He's like, it was cold, then hot, <laughs> like you. <laughs> and it just starts groping her. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what? And it's kind of cool, too. Um, I, I mean, this movie's full of, like, really pretentious stylistic flourishes that do not... That are not, like, served well by the material. You didn't like the subway ride? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, while the, while he's doing this, like, there's the, the benefit is going on in the background. And then, like, there's a shot where, like, the camera just sort of, like tilts on them like sideways and then suddenly they're in bed like it fades them being in bed I I like that it was impressive I like that you you got the sense like you felt like seduced by him in that moment like the power that he had over her like she doesn't know where she is anymore she doesn't even give a shit about those two minutes she's about to have two even better minutes that whole scene walked a weird line between seductive and predatory and I guess maybe that was the intent that was clearly the intent yeah I guess that no because he's a fucking alien now like it's creepy but it's still sexy because it's two sexy people It it worked pretty well I mean Johnny Depp is sexy and so that were I mean it's not you know I would say this it would be better if he had not spoken during that scene <laughs> if he had not said like weird things yeah speaking of weird stylistic flourishes remember the scene where she's in the toy store and the camera is just spinning oh, orbiting inside around. the circus tent yeah while they're inside that the circus fine. tent that, that was fine that was terrible cause it I mean it kind of fit the so basically that scene is she's at, like shopping at a like Hilarious toy store. Well, because like the she most, gets pregnant. The most 1990s, like, peak retail teddy bear store you could ever commit F-A-O to film. F.A.O. Schwartz, I'm sure. There's probably <gasps> a, a player piano in there. I'm sure there's a player piano. I totally forgot about F.A.O. Schwartz. And she's being hunted by the guy from, the Skynet guy from Terminator 2, who's a NASA scientist. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah. He's familiar. Um, and... He has he has the documents about how your husband is an alien now. Well, he has documents about how he's ch- like all his medical records of how he's changed slightly. Yeah, he brings an entire 
case full of file folders and it's like hey 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 and he looks you gotta read this and she wants to know what's going on with her husband yet this guy who has brought her all the receipts from across the country she's like i don't leave me alone no (laughs) he doesn't seem legit like he seems like he's unhinged yeah he seems sort of crazy she's already dealing with a husband who's abusing her like the last thing she needs is like another shifty man in her life so the whole so but the whole conversation is unhinged and so i did like how the camera's kind of orbiting around when he's being all manic it just felt like too much. It was moving too fast. I mean, yeah, it, was, like, it was that orbiting. Was very... before, it was orbiting during like the banal dialogue before they even like started talking about serious shit. It was very film student. Yeah. It was very saw. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I was trying to find out about the production of this movie, and I could find no information. Oh my god! I've got some facts for you. So hit us with the facts. The facts. I think two people who deserve all the credit in the world for the work on this movie. I will say one. This movie looked gorgeous. Does anybody disagree with me? Like, production mm. design, cinematography, it looked... Uh, no. I thought, like, for what it was, it looked great. So, there's a scene, there's a dinner scene where I thought, this looks a lot like uh, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Like, this looks like a Peter Greenaway movie. Do you guys know that one? Nope. Patrick, we've talked about it. Never seen it. Still. One of the most uh, beautiful and elaborately, like, designed movies of the past, like, 30 years. The production designer was Peter Greenway's production designer. Oh, wow. Really stoop and low to work on this turd. Yeah. But, like, I think the sets are great. Um, their house, it's the house beautiful. they live in. There's a, the house is cool. Which is, like, kind of interesting because it feels like every time we go back there, there's another room that didn't exist before. Did you guys have <laughs> yeah. any sense? Yeah. It's like, how many You're libraries right. do you have? Like, what pen, how big is your penthouse? Yeah, it seems like uh, it seems like it's just got, like, one kind of large open floor plan, but then you keep going back and, and there's, there's, like, like a grandfather these, clock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's the room where we can murder people. <laughs> well, the cinematographer is, uh, I don't remember his name, but he has worked regularly with Steven Spielberg. Um, he did Steven Spielberg in the film Amblin, you know, his first short. Yeah. He did E.T., um, Empire of the Sun. So clearly knows wow. what he's doing. Like, I think the movie, though it looks, I, I guess if I could describe this movie, it looks very David Finchery. It looks like the game, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's got yeah. the same sort That's of color fair. palette. That's fair. Yeah. But I, I, for uh, for its time, like, I thought it was a beautiful movie. I kind of wanted to keep watching just to see the locations and the costumes and stuff. Well, speaking of production design, I thought it was interesting that they didn't apparently have the rights to use the NASA logo, or they oh, were really? afraid to use the NASA logo because they had like sued. a different, lo- a weird, like it was. They didn't have the NASA logo. Yeah. They had this like. Well, um, they had like a rocket ship. This, no, they had like a neat. They had mm, like a patch yeah. that was like a flight yeah, patch. Yeah. But then the logo was actually like a ellipse of some sort. Yeah. With no oh, letters. Yeah. That was on the briefcase. Too. That was on the briefcase. That was on the wall of the commission control. It was on all like where you would expect to see the NASA logo. So I guess they just figured that if their movie was about like NASA fucking up astronauts. Maybe they, they showed it to NASA and NASA was like, hell no. I don't I don't know because they do say it's NASA. Maybe NASA was like, make a better movie and <laughs> we'll give you our logo. And I don't know to what extent NASA has the right to control their trademark. You know? Yeah. Um, because it's a public thing. So I just thought that was interesting. That what? is interesting. I, it's weird because, like, I, especially reading reviews of this movie, everybody mentions NASA at some point. And no, it's not stated at all that this is NASA in the film. Well, you know, but it's a very, well, it is stated. Oh, no, go ahead. It is stated. You just don't see the logo. They oh. say, which they, is he weird. says, like, I work for NASA multiple times. That's what so. makes it weirder. Yeah, it's all NASA, NASA, NASA. But. <laughs> NASA, NASA. <laughs> I mean, I don't a hashtag for just you. because, you know, they do use these the way that they film to build suspense with the way that they like circle around her in the toy store. And then later on, she's on a subway trying to run away from Johnny Depp. And it's crazy cuts and stuff. Look, I know you guys are way more astute film critics than me, but it built suspense for me. It worked for you. I think it was suspenseful. And I was like. Like what's gonna pop out? I was ready for like a jump scare or something. Yeah. I thought that I thought they worked for me, so I'm just putting that out there. I thought it worked that's to kind of paint the mental state of the woman. Yeah, that's a good. Point. Um, it didn't affect me, but they they do get more mileage than they probably should out of like you know. There's a couple little jump scares which are just like. Oh, Johnny Depp shows up in a place you wouldn't <laughs> Even though you him. see yeah, him in the background before. Yeah, he like walks past and then she closes the fridge door and he's there. Ah! Yeah. The, That's well, in the middle no, of a I, ridiculous dance sequence yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they put that in there. Why? 
that was why weird. there's a scene there's in the scenes. middle where she turns on the radio and it's latin music and there's a probably minute and 20 second scene where she's just dancing alone and like opens the fridge and squirts whipped cream into her mouth why it's so yeah. doesn't fit with anything else we haven't even talked about the radios in this movie one like, of my favorite parts actually like really cool but i don't feel like it was handled all that well like that should have been creepy as fuck so basically what i'm gathering is that like the the um the people who are johnny depp and his uh his partner and i guess like his, shrek. his wife uh shrek's wife like can hear the aliens communicating with them through the radio like through certain frequencies yeah. Yeah. and they have these like old timey like i don't even know what you'd call them um just like old-fashioned like 50s like radio sets that had the speakers built into them um and and yeah right shrek's wife kills herself with one in the bathtub yeah, yeah. by like does. looks like she was masturbating with it the way they frame it i thought that was really kind of gratuitous not my thought didn't think about that i, I was a little yeah. a little horny when i watched this movie i guess <laughs> wow <laughs> a little turned on Ready to? Uh, I liked that visual. Actually, it was a it was an interesting, horrifying sort of visual. It was that basically I wasn't the ring. No, it was basically the girl hunched up in the closet in the ring. I did not. But this movie that. came before the ring, so wow. influential, <laughs> landmark <laughs> film. No, that subway sequence, though, I, I agree. I thought it was effective. That seems pretty divisive. I feel like you you guys didn't like it, right? I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It didn't do anything for me. I, I was. was I was impressed with that. I was impressed with the editing work, and I was impressed with how it kind of brought me inside her, you know, tortured um, psyche at that point. There but was a point. Fuck, fuck the Toy Story scene. Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> that was ridiculous. There was a point in this movie, like three quarters of the way through, if not more, where I was actually now. I I did see this movie on pay per view, like Elizabeth said, when I was like when it came out, like when it was on pay per view. So I was like ten or eleven, um, but. In that version, they said cunt. Jeez, I don't know. Chris didn't I, I know what a didn't cunt know, was. I didn't I know, know what, what to believe was. anymore. <laughs> yeah. My babies might be aliens, for all I know. <laughs> but there was a point, even having seen this movie before, three quarters of the way through or so, where I thought maybe she's just crazy. And oh. that would be interesting. Because we don't really see enough... I would have liked that better. Well, that's... Again, Rosemary's Baby does the same thing to build suspense. And I like that. I like wondering whether or not she's crazy. That's you kind know of the Rosemary of isn't crazy, though. Uh, no, there are... Uh, how recently have you seen it? Uh, a year ago, two years ago. I mean, I've seen it a few times and like... I don't know. There are definitely moments where even though I've seen it, there are times I'm like... I still get kind of like swept up and I'm like... I could really like believe that she's just crazy right now hmm. um and she does certainly because she's being like gaslit by every man in the fucking world or at least in that apartment complex yeah and this movie ah. kind of has the same thing going on where like you wonder is it just hormones is it just paranoia um, well because johnny depp doesn't seem like enough of a menace and again we don't know the previous johnny depp well enough to know that he's being super creepy so he does some mildly creepy stuff but like he seems just like yeah maybe you're just a kind of a straight-laced pilot dude and and like he yeah, doesn't, it marriage. doesn't come out that he's like it only becomes he only becomes truly creepy in the in the very end of the it's, film. The last scene is when you and get we, the indisputable evidence that, that he's, he's actually a, a bad guy. And for much of the film, it's emphasized how lucky she is and what a great yeah. husband he is, and yeah. like all I, that. I like that stuff because like on the outside looking in, like yeah, they're beautiful people. He's you know he can quit his job with NASA and go and do something else. Like you know he's in, he's in gamefully employed or employable like from the outside it looks great but on the inside it's hell i guess i don't know we don't spend enough time on the inside of the relationship or in the interior of Charlize theron's mind like there's this whole thing about like don't her didn't like her parents die or something and they never follow through yeah with they're that. just like that she saw the weird. devil when she was four <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes um also i one of the funniest moments is i watched this movie an alien covenant reference that absolutely no one will get <laughs> yeah i mean but that's that's kind of what we call it now when because in alien covenant billy crudup's character like three quarters of the way through the film or two thirds of the way through the film for no reason is like I, with the most gravitas he can muster <laughs> is like I saw the devil when I was four but there's nothing like before or after <laughs> and then he just to substantiate red. that and he like dies later on so yeah anytime there's like a in intriguing plot device that's dropped and never mentioned again but I think they were just doing that in this movie too kind of just build a case for she's actually just crazy and yeah. seeing things. I just feel like it was very haphazardly done. The German gynecologist well, was lovely, sure. though. That was weird. It There's... never occurred to me that she might be crazy. That never crossed my mind, and I wouldn't have wanted to see this movie in, in that way. I think because this movie came off to me as sort of a weird hybrid of, like, a 
a sci-fi thing and some sort of uh, marital drama. Not a romantic, yeah, not a romantic comedy by by a long stretch. But it felt like a weird, like they were trying to graft elements of like a sci-fi thing onto, you know, this could conceivably be just also redone as a more literal story about uh, a husband and a married couple who's not himself anymore. And neither angle seemed to work to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. not enough sci-fi. I kept going, I want to see a fucking alien. I better yeah. see an alien before That's the end. Point. There's not enough sci-fi in it for it to be sci-fi and to appeal to a sci-fi audience. And I don't think there's really enough to appeal to the other, you know, whatever the audience is for that marital drama kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I had the either. same question. I it's was trying not to figure out anything. Who's the audience for this movie? And I guess yeah. it was a huge box office bomb. But I mean, I can only speak for my family because we. I think the whole family watched it, me and my mom and my dad. Fun um, for the whole family. You know, but, like, <laughs> this was 1999, so, like, you know, I was already, like, in, watching the X-Files and stuff and into, like, outer space stuff, and my dad was, too. And uh, the guy from the X-Files movie is actually in this movie, the, the what about my man guy. He's the NASA chief. <laughs> what about my man? Anyway. So the guy with the southern guy? Yeah, like, the guy who, like, has the long face yeah. and the big yeah. teeth. Yeah. Um, anyway. So we're into space, we're into sci-fi, aliens, and then, you know, I don't know, we probably just decided to watch it, but then I think my mom watched it, and yeah, there is the, like, drama stuff going on, too, you know? Yeah. Well, it's interesting, because actually, right now, they are making a movie today, in 2017, about... um, (laughs) Today, in 2017. (laughs) Families, when the man has been, or when one of the family members has been in space for a long time, has been stationed at the ISS, or has been Mm -hmm. on a mission and come back, and how re-entry is really hard, and how it's makes, and how they're often different. And so I think that that is actually, like, a pretty relevant topic that... It's true. You There's know, that so does much happen. to mine here, and they don't right. explore it at all. Like I remember, like, so I mentioned earlier that, like, so, so we learn that Giant Depp is an astronaut because we see the fucking shuttle take off. They never explain it, and like it really doesn't matter for the rest of the movie. Suddenly, he's interested in like aircraft like like planes and shit and i feel like there's so much to explore just with like okay like obviously this is about a relationship that is in in trouble but it there's almost no sci-fi element to it whatsoever it almost doesn't matter that he's an astronaut you get right. a better sense of the, the troubled relationship in like apollo 13 like that's you know yeah. that's a film i thought of in yeah. comparison yeah because they spend some time before they get into space oh, on apollo 13 falls on the shower rain, rain, you know and yeah. oh my God. great stuff <laughs> Um, well, right. I, yeah, I there's, think, there's better there's better movies about space fucking you up than this one. <laughs> yeah. That's true. If I I will say uh, my last comment on this movie that I feel like I need to make before we take a quick break. It seems like everybody's before ready to we do review that. it. Um, oh yeah, we've got to review it too. Well, I I don't know. I think our opinions are pretty clear. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. If I had seen this movie when I wanted to see it in 1999, I would have been bored on my fucking mind (laughs) alright well when I saw it I do remember it being like it didn't blow my mind but I did find a couple of the scenes super suspenseful like the scene where she's watching the tape and like Johnny Depp shows up and then he's like got the tape I remember that being like the most suspenseful scene I had seen at that point in my life and that held up for me I thought that was still a pretty I was on edge during that that was one of the better parts yeah did your parents like it probably enough I don't know yeah talk about it Anyway, all right. So let's. Uh, what do we think about this movie, Patrick? Would you view it, cue <coughs> it, or screw it? I mean, I'm going to go with screw it, but not my strongest screw it. There were there were elements that I've admired that I've mentioned already, and but I, it's still not anything enough to recommend that anyone even throw this on their queue to watch at some point. Chris, what did you think? Uh, I would have to say screw it. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> uh, there are some things I liked, but. Screw it. Uh, watch Rosemary's Baby. If you've seen it before, watch it again. If you watch it every year like I do on Halloween, don't wait till next Halloween. Just watch it right now, you dummy. Elizabeth? <laughs> you big dummy. Um, I would, I would say screw it, sadly. I, you know, it's not that good, but I would say view it on mute for the sex scene. Don't listen to Johnny but, Depp. But the music. subtitles off. Subtitles off. But watch the like two and a half minute sex. But scene. the music on the sex scene was great. Yeah. Well, p- play the song on your tape recorder. Maybe we'll go to maybe we'll go to break with the sex scene music. So, no, I mean, there's some things I did like, and I found it pretty suspenseful. But I, I don't think that anyone needs to watch this movie, and we'll we'll reveal the ending in a moment. Oh, yeah, I will say, don't watch this movie. Watch, just look up the astronaut's wife in three minutes on YouTube. It's like every scene that's worth seeing. It's 
pretty concise. There are some scenes that, that are worth seeing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that how you consumed this movie? Yeah, uh, you got me. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we've talked about most of the movie. We're just going to kind of spoil and tell you how it all ends. So if you want to hear that, stick around. And we're back. Uh, well, Fucking A. <laughs> we I had to get that in there. That was one of my favorite lines. Uh, now that we're talking about the ending of the movie. You guys don't remember? I remember. I don't oh remember my what you're fucking about. god. Okay, explain. All right, well, alright, climax of the movie is basically uh, I mean, I don't even know what precipitates it. It doesn't really build up to it gracefully, but Charlize Theron right races home, running away from her husband. She grabs like the toaster, she grabs the radio, she floods the house, and she's like threatening to electrocute herself and the alien babies that she carries inside her if Johnny Depp doesn't back off. And Johnny Depp has a scene where he's like, you remember all those years ago when you said you didn't like me going into space and I said I would bring down a little piece of heaven for you? <laughs> well, fucking A! And he like <laughs> throws <laughs> some shit. He's like, I did it! That scene <laughs> is like a fucking John Woo action set piece when the water starts flooding yeah, down from the balconies. Yeah, it's so uh, great Also, stuff. why is like the lot. chief engine of death or suicide, I guess, in this movie, why is the main like method of suicide... Electricity? Yeah. Electrocution? I don't know. Who Dropping an electrical... <laughs> Uh, appliance into a bunch of water. I, I like think it. They you don't see do that it. too often. I think they just no, do it twice? so that I think they just do it so that the electricity can free the a, the alien form from the host because you see it vaguely after Giant Depp gets electrocuted. But how would they know that? I don't know. Okay, it's look, probably explained it's, somewhere. No, there. here's why. It's not explained. The first. Okay, <laughs> We're, you're giving them so too much credit. Much to say. Number one, Shrek's wife kills herself with a radio. <laughs> Fiona yeah. kills because, herself with a radio. Which is fine. It's one way to kill yourself. That's what she chooses. Yeah. She's in the shower. She's in the shower. She drops the, I, the, the, the radio into the water to electrocute herself. I believe that Charlize thought of that and was inspired and was like, oh, good idea. I remember that. And that's the only reason Wait, that she... why did she kill herself? Good idea. She did... Who? Shrek's wife? Yeah. I don't know. To kill the alien alien baby. To kill the alien. But if she electrocuted herself, then we know that the alien entity traveled somewhere else. Why don't we go? It wasn't being held by her. Her husband had the alien entity on him. Yeah. She was just carrying babies. uh, babies. You don't see what happens to that alien entity. It's probably not separated from the host because he's not electrocuted. He just drops dead. The heart's not strong Strong enough. enough. (laughs) Yeah. But so what happens is like it all comes together and, and Johnny Depp comes to the house and Nat or what the fuck what's her name Jillian Charlie's Theron has like found him out he backhands her across the face he's full out he's like it's true I'm an alien and you're having my babies and she like <laughs> takes a step back and falls down the stairs she, no she throws herself down the stairs intentionally okay she throws herself to miscarry the babies to miscarry the babies and so she gets in the hospital whatever and he, at this point he's just fully out as an alien and he's like visiting her in the hospital he's come out <laughs> It's Pride Month. Don't trivialize coming. I'm sorry. I thought I meant he's 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 an alien. <laughs> and you are out as a homophobe. How does it I'm, feel? I'm sorry. Don't be a hater. I'm not. He's an alien. He's confessed. I don't know how to say it now. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> All right, so he's out. What happens next? And then he visits the hospital. She's freaked out, and that's when she like runs. Like finally, she like runs out of the hospital. He's following her. She runs home. She sets up the radio situation, and it get and that Run, runs home. And I don't know. That was just a weird quasi chase sequence. <laughs> like they, she goes all across New York on yeah. foot, taking the subway, taking the taxi. Twin Towers. At one in point, view. they're just walking through a park, like kind of looking at each other <laughs> so weird and then she turns and like walks quickly in the other direction yeah there's the part where he's like feeling her like her energy through the elevator wall 
while she's in the adjacent elevator, even though her elevator took off several seconds. Before. So oh, yeah. weird. <laughs> well, because well, he according to the novelization, the yeah, I, I I didn't think that was clear in the movie, and I looked it up, and according to the novelization and apparently the script, because yes, I and I want to read the novelization. I was going to say, have you read this? No, was it a book first? No, oh, no, okay. no, and that's a funny thing too. Is like astronaut's wife sounds like such a like fifties title. Like I was so sincerely expecting to see like in the credits like based on a short story by, by Richard Ray Matheson. by Ray Bradbury, <laughs> <laughs> right? Richard Matheson, yeah, Jesus. Um, but anyway, apparently he he can yeah he can control he can't control the babies. He can like detect wherever she is because he can like sense their energy. Right, it's like telepathically linked to them. Right. All right, so, so that's once, the ending, I guess. Right. So yeah, just, someone say it. Yeah, so she she drops the radio. What? No, toaster. What, is what she happens holding? if you think she's going to kill herself? And that's no, her you end. don't. No, well, that's what she presents, the threat. She's like, you know what? Don't come any closer. I'll kill myself. And she's got she's on the stool. She's got her toes in the water. And the kitchen sink has overflowed. But what you don't and see. And every like, faucet, every yeah. water well, no, bearing that's the thing twist. in the house is overflowed. That's the twist. Because you'd think it's just the kitchen. She's going to kill herself. But then you find out that the water comes down over the upstairs onto Johnny Depp who's been very careful to avoid the water. And now that he's wet, she takes her feet off the floor. She's on the wooden stool, and she plugs the thing in and fries Johnny Depp. That's what I was talking about, the John Woo scene. Like, all that needed was just, like, a flock of doves to come down after he died. <laughs> one thing, this is actually neither here nor there, but one thing I actually did really like that I want to give a shout-out to is when Johnny Depp's on his way to confront her in the kitchen, he comes down the stairs, and I think it's supposed to be his wedding ring, even though it's on his right hand. Yeah. But he slides down the banister, like kind of like Freddy Krueger coming down, scratching oh, yeah. off the nice walls. Touch. And yeah. it's kind of just like, I feel like that's just something Johnny Depp came up with, because I don't see anyone else... See, that scene, if you're listening, you're great. But the, you're amazing. The sound design on that was really cool, though. Yeah. And I didn't even was, care that the wedding ring was on the wrong yeah. hands. Yeah. I care. Yeah. I just want to do that right now. I wish I had a ring. Yeah, let's just get married. Run it so along can... the edge of the table here. <laughs> and, and, and so then once he gets electrocuted, the jellyfish-like alien form separates from his dead body and, and inhabits Charlie's. Yep. Right into Charlie's. Fast forward 10 years or something. She's had the baby. She's living with another pilot. She's and got long with... red hair. Look, now here's the thing. The aliens' motivations are so unclear. Johnny Depp's motivations are so unclear. But basically, like, there's a, the long game is the aliens have transmit themselves to Earth with a frequency that, like, assumes your soul. And then Johnny Depp decides to go into the private sector to design a new type of warship that, like, will eliminate all of Earth's defenses or something. And it can only be piloted by twins. And so he has to like and there's like the whole thing alien with twin twins. computers too that yeah. communicate with each other. I was like, what is the aliens end game here? So I think like they're gonna usher in like an alien assimilation to Earth or something, but it's so poorly Wait, defined. Is the sequel still forthcoming? I hope so. Let's get the rights. The, the astronauts win. Prometheus <laughs> is the sequel. Prometheus. Pro, is the yeah, sequel. Prometheus takes the same place character. The astronauts. Charlie is still just an alien possessed yeah. bitch. But here's the thing. You know what? Who's the victim? Are, like Charlize is fucking fine at the end of that movie. She she's seems happily alien. married. She's got two. She's two happy. Kids. She's an alien. She's now. not her though. She's the alien. The alien is happy. Well, Charlize is Charlize, gone. Yeah, Charlize, Charlize was Charlize. miserable. <laughs> the alien Charlize is happy. Normal Charlize was miserable. I felt normal Charlize was except not for that miserable one at scene where she was dancing and eating fucking whipped cream. She was terribly miserable. Well, she not at the beginning. Happy. They got two yeah, cute kids. She was kids. happy at the beginning. They were happy together. Cute, I sympathize cute, with her character a Two lot. cute little twins. Totally, totally well-adjusted kids who listen to the alien drone on their headphones <laughs> on the school bus. I think it's a happy ending. I think it's a happy ending. No victims. <laughs> her, her I think the second, aliens deserve to wipe out the human race. She has a new sexy man husband. Her, her second husband is arguably sexier than Johnny Depp. Yeah. A step up. And he's happy. He's cute. He didn't have a fake accent or a douchey bleached haircut. Agree. They're like living on the base or just, I gotta imagine they're living and on they live the so base. And they live so close to work. It's so convenient. Uh, they're yeah. living the ideal life. <laughs> yeah. No commute. Wow. It's a beautiful alien love story. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, it's over. That's it. That's like a minute and a half, probably. Yeah. Yeah. A little epilogue. Short and sweet. I wish they could have shortened and sweetened up the rest of the fucking movie. Honestly, there's no reason why they couldn't have made this movie half as long and moved that Johnny Depp encounter where he gets electrocuted in the, like, what would be the middle of the movie. Like, just have Terminator 2 show up and say, hey, your husband's an alien. Because really, she doesn't find out anything after he says that. I mean, he kills her sister, but who cares? Yeah, there's a short scene that, like, you think you're going to find out what happened in space. 
but you still don't find out what happened. To I know because we go to space and we just still don't see any fucking aliens. Yeah, CGI was pretty good though by 1999 standards. I mean, it wasn't Jar Jar Binks, but <laughs> yeah, I thought that was well. You know, what wasn't good is the shot of the takeoff of the <laughs> rocket. It was like so blurry. <laughs> It might as well have just been a cardboard cutout. Yeah, I could have, like, waved it back and forth in front of the screen. Yeah. You know, I, I love bad movies that have lines of dialogue in them that sum up the movie or my feelings about it. And uh, this movie was a major insult to the brain. <laughs> Those are my yes. final thoughts on it. And that yeah. line comes back again in a yeah. flashback. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line of this movie is when Charlie Theron's sister says to her, Men are like parking yes, spaces. Yes, yes. The good ones are all taken, and the ones that are left are handicapped. <laughs> I texted that to Patrick the night I saw this. I could movie. not. My jaw dropped when I heard that. It's a good line. Good line. Bad movie. So, what are we watching next week, yeah. guys? Astronauts and aliens. We're coming back to Earth next week. Uh, we're going straight to hell to watch <laughs> American Poltergeist 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, American Poltergeist 1 was so fucking good. I'm, I'm stoked for this. Well, American Poltergeist 2 apparently has nothing to do with American Poltergeist 1, but we'll Thank find God. out. We'll find out. Maybe it does. I hope it has the same cast, at least. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I want to see mm-hmm. Diana Eastbrook again. I hope it has the same cast as The Astronaut's Wife. I just can't wait. I, this is Astronaut's Wife could be a franchise. I think they need to reboot Astronaut's Wife. I agree. Well, they did with Alien. <laughs> and then they need to have sequels that are also about the family members of like people who have been to space. I want a future where there's an Astronaut's Wife like trilogy Blu-ray box set. Somebody make <gasps> yes. that happen. Make, make these it happen. The Astronaut's Wife, the Astronaut's Son. The Astronaut's Widow is the, the one. The Astronaut's Widow. That's the direct sequel. Yeah. The Astronaut's Husband. The astronaut's wife reloaded. <laughs> All right, we should we should wrap it up. We've okay, yeah, we got movie. nothing else to say, but yeah. So join us next week for a discussion of American Poltergeist Two. And until then, as always, check us out online at everyhorrormovieonnetflix.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Amoncast. We're out there. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Roberta Sherrock produced the show. <laughs> Chris, what if you what if you want to troll us? Troll us, absolutely. We'll troll you back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, until then, have fun and uh, you know, watch out for those alien babies. Mm-hmm.